money. Money is such a trigger word for sure. And maybe not for anyone or everyone. I don't know. What do you think? What does it feel like in your body when I say money? Money, money, money. What are those words that are flashing in your head right now when you hear the word money? I know for me, I can hear my mom saying, money comes in and out so fast. Be careful with money. You just never have enough of it. Oh my gosh, you have to work so hard to make money. So money's definitely a trigger word. It's also a form of energy and currency, but we often forget to see it as such. Our beliefs and our alignment around money play a vital role in how much we allow it into our life. Money is like that secret sauce that no one really talks about. Most people want more of it and feel that they never have enough of it. Others feel that money is this dirty and shameful item. Others feel that money just comes in faster than it goes out. I said that backwards. Money goes out faster than it comes in. See, depends on your alignment with money. Money comes in faster than it goes out. That would be in alignment with me. Anyways, money takes a whole lot of toll and labor to earn, right? Others feel guilty about having money and others have a steady stream of financial wealth and abundance and so on. So money for me has always been something I've been aware of. Growing up, I witnessed having tons of money to being on food stamps on the drop of a dime. I experienced living in a traditional home to living in a trailer park. I experienced having all of the quality items to having one pair of shoes because there wasn't enough money for more. And they were like knockoff brands for sure. And I remember they would hurt my feet. So I wanted Keds and I couldn't get Keds. I got Payless at the time. I experienced having a diversity of yummy foods to eating rice and eggs because it was cheap. I experienced having to go to the store and pay with food stamps for cheese, milk, and eggs. I think those were the three things we were able to get with it. So I've had my share of experiences when it comes to money, particularly as growing, particularly growing up as a child for sure. I knew then that I wanted more as a whole when it came to money. As I grew up, I had some of my parents' beliefs around money, but gradually and very quickly over time, I've created my own beliefs and alignment around money. I have had a successful career resulting in a very comfortable life, including having financial abundance around money. I've been able to manifest the income that I desired quickly and continue to evolve and tweak that process as I continue to expand. And most recently, as I dive into being an entrepreneur and leaving the nine to five corporate America job behind me, I am confident that the possibilities of earning financial abundance are endless. And I have decided to bet on myself to attain that financial abundance greater than I've previously had, leaving a significant salary with corporate America. On today's episode of Unconscious Blueprint, we are going to dive into just that, money. We're going to talk about money. We're going to talk about our chakras and money, and we're going to talk about blocks around money and how you can shift them with Sandy Fernandez, the author and creator of Karmic Currency. Karmic Currencies offers a holistic approach to finance. 
She has a unique philosophy that allows you to discover how your money mindset and personal chakra energy impacts your relationship with your finances and your business. Money is an energy and more than just a currency, it is a current that flows through your life. Sandy Fernandez is the president and founder of Karmic Currency, and she teaches others how to play a part in their financial picture when it's associated to the different chakras, and she helps them free themselves from limiting beliefs and connecting to their true abundance. Very excited to have Sandy here with us today. Welcome. Hello, Sandy. I'm so excited that you're on Unconscious Blueprint today. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here and to talk about all things money and all things energy and just bring in all the magic today. <laughs> yes. And I think everybody wants to know the magic, right? I think that we're all looking for the secret sauce around manifesting and, you know, and then the latter of that is just bringing in all of this money. So, you know, you and I had spoken before briefly about manifestation and I loved how you kind of put it. So do you want to share with us a little bit about your insight with manifestation? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I have this kind of love hate relationship at this point with the word manifestation, because I feel like manifesting is a word word that's being thrown around so easily in the spiritual communities and you know when we talk about money but what nobody's talking about is manifestation is the result right we have to create and we've got to go through some steps first before we can manifest anything in front of us and I always like to talk about it like as moms when we're creating life and you're making a baby the baby just doesn't show up right <laughs> you got to make the baby and, and a lot of times there's conversations even before the baby comes, you know, there's, there's all these things that happen. And then you have your gestational period where you're, you're having your baby shower and you go to the doctor's visits and the baby's growing inside your tummy, you know, and then the baby is born. So the baby is the manifested result of what you created of the things that you've done in order to make that space for that to arrive. And when it comes to money and it comes to the things that we're doing with our life, we have to really start to see that it's a process. You know, yes, things will manifest for us, but what are you doing in order to create that space for those things that you want to show up, whether it's money or a relationship or a new job or a new business? How are you creating space? What actions are you taking? What conversations are you having? You know, and, and again, just using buzzwords, right? What divine inspiration or aligned or inspired actions are you taking to truly allow that manifestation and that miracle to happen for you? So, yeah, yeah I mean, and, and I think I love and it's funny because I think it just almost even clicked right now even more because I think for me and my journey, right? So this whole manifestation process Again, to your point, it's that creation, it's that inspired action, and then it's a manifestation, right? Where mm -hmm. to your point, this whole love-hate relationship with around it, manifestation is like, poof, it's here. But no, you need right. to give the universe time to allow. But when you make that analogy about having a baby and everything happens before, but then that gestational period, you know the baby's in the womb for nine months. You are 
just eagerly waiting, right? So you're mm-hmm. preparing, you're you're just being ready to being ready, getting ready to get ready, right? So I think that's right. what Abraham Hicks says. Yeah. Sometimes as humans, we forget that part. And even, you know, just to your point, manifesting a relationship, it's just getting excited and creating this person, this life that you're building. So right. it almost like using that analogy of the baby almost gives you permission to give yourself that ample time to take inspired action to allow the universe to, to, to kind of move things into play mm-hmm. before your creation comes into play. So I think that's a wonderful analogy. Yeah, hundred percent so can relate. Definitely, because a lot of times, and again, this gets really lost in the translation is, you know, when we say we're manifesting, we're manifesting. And listen, sometimes manifestations do happen instantaneously. Mm -hmm. Okay, sometimes things do happen quickly. Like, I love to play manifesting games with the universe. Um, just to always, you know, hone my own gifts and kind of just get into alignment. And I do it oftentimes when I'm doing or running errands. You know, if I'm running errands or let's say I'm going to the, I mean, I rarely go to the mall, but let's say I'm going to like the supermarket or like I said, I'm running some errands. Well, I start thinking, okay, I want to get parking really close, right? Mm -hmm. Because I'm I'm like a parking snob. I always valet. I hate walking. (laughs) It's a thing, right? It's just, it's just, you know, part of me. So I like to get parking very close. So I start visualizing where I'm going and that there's going to be a parking space exactly there. And if I'm going, let's say I have to go to the post office, which I'm, you know, shipping stuff. And sometimes I have to go there, you know, often the post office is always a nightmare. So I start visualizing it. I'm like, no, there's not going to be anybody there. The lines are going to be clear. Everything is going to be fine. I'm going to walk in. I'm going to walk out. So I start already kind of playing those games in my day to day life with manifesting. And those types of things happen instantaneously. But if you're trying to manifest things that are bigger right? Like we're talking about money, Mm -hmm. a raise, a new business, new clients, um, you know, leaving your job, right, Barbie, we talked, we talked about that, that. then Mm -hmm. those things take a little bit more time, but also understanding that time is man made, the universe spirit, you know, our guides, they don't understand time, time is man made, The universe understands frequency, vibration, moments, situations. So if you're not taking those actions, if you're not in that activity, if you're not in that creation, if you're not calling and talking and moving, the universe doesn't recognize what's happening because they don't know that, hello, today's Tuesday, uh, you know, (laughs) 1130 in the morning and I need this nonsense by Friday, (laughs) right? Like they don't understand that. So you have to consistently be putting yourself in those situations because that's how the universe responds. All of a sudden it's like, yes, that's the person that you needed to call. Finally, you know, she took an action or finally she sent that email or finally you quit that job. Now the universe steps in and goes, okay, this was the action step. This was the creation that she needed to move into in order for us now to give her the results of what it is that she's asking for. I love it. And it's it's really so in alignment with taking that leap of faith, right? So to your point, we talked a little bit about recently, I left corporate America in January, mm-hmm. I took a huge leap of faith. And to your point, I have 
said to the universe very boldly and confidently, I am running my own business. And to your point, like I am visualizing those meetings, those workshops, the Mm -hmm. studio space, the the office front, I'm visualizing all of it. And then I play the same games, you know, to your point, like Mm -hmm. kind of going through that with spirit or the universe. And then I, I add that with asking for signs from the universe, right? To oh, be yes. able to, and it's such a magical thing because you're like, all right, this is what I want. And if this is in alignment to where I'm supposed to go, then give me X by this time. And the funniest thing is that I think I'm so smart and I'm outsmarting the universe and I give them the <laughs> hardest signs and then I'm dumbfounded and I just lose it laughing because I'm like, of course, yeah, yeah. You're not smarter than the universe, girlfriend. So yeah, mm-hmm. so it is so cool on being able to take, you know, that leap of faith and, and putting it out there because your intentions have energy right and of course it it, kind of catapults you forward and if you're not willing to do the work in whatever dynamic that looks like for you then you can't just expect poof beepity boppity boo here's your creation no listen I wish if that would have if that was true (laughs) I mean all of us I mean the world would be a completely different place I mean not just us like the entire world would be a completely different place if it you know if everybody had a little fairy godmother and to an extent I mean we do right and those are our spirit guides those are our you know our guardian angels and you know whatever it is that you believe but the reality is is like you said you know you have to take those actions and then Something that's very interesting, too, and that I love to talk about when we talk about manifesting and, you know, and money and creating opportunities is we have to align our energy first and then take the action. Because Mm -hmm. a lot of times, um, you know, again, people are out there and they're teaching all of these things and they say, well, just do it. Just take the action. Right. You know, just jump and you build the wings on the way down. Mm -hmm. But imagine if you jump and your jump is filled with fear. you're not going to be able to build those wings on the way down yeah. because you're going to be like, Oh my God, this is happening so fast and put splat on the floor. Yeah. Just like Abraham, you know, exactly, (laughs) exactly. So you really have to step into that energy first. And that's where the visualization comes in, right? Because once you see yourself doing it, you can then make it a reality. So for example, our mind doesn't understand what's real or what's fake. So if you close your eyes and you, you know, wherever we're sitting, I'm sitting here in my home office. If I close my eyes and I start visualizing that I'm being chased by a bear, eventually my heart will start racing. My palms will start sweating. I will go into a full on panic because I'm visualizing that I'm being chased by a bear somewhere. Yep. And it's the same thing that happens with our energy. So when you're visualizing the things that you want, you're going to start to see where in your body is fear showing up. You know, where is shame showing up? You know, where are you shrinking, you know, from really stepping into that greatness? Because a lot of times we have fear, like, you know, what is my sister going to think? What are my parents going to think? What are my friends going to think? What are my old colleagues going to think? And we get caught up in that and all those fears block us. So that's really what's so important about the visualization aspect of it is that that's the moment where when we can really meditate and really close our eyes, that's where we really tap into our physical body and our emotions, right? Because our eyes can mislead us. If you ever like watch magic, they say the hand is quicker than the eye, right? Mm -hmm. Because our eyes are slow and your eyes can deceive you because you're looking at what's around you. But when you actually close your eyes and you get into that state, you actually are able to tap into your other senses 
and into your intuition that guide you and start to show you where are you blocking yourself? You know, where are you stopping yourself? And that's really powerful. And that's really the purpose of a visualization. When I work with my clients, I tell them, listen, start small. Okay, everybody wants a million dollars. Everybody wants a million dollars at minimum, right? We mm-hmm. want more than that, but at a minimum, I'm like, listen, for a million dollars, I'll think about it, <laughs> you know? But when people really start to meditate and really start to think about what that million dollars feels like, and I'm like, okay, have you ever really thought about this? And they're like, yeah, I think about it all the time. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I mean, like, really think about it. Like, sit, close your eyes. And I do a guided meditation like that with my with my clients. I'm like, close your eyes and really visualize you taking out your phone, opening up your online banking app and seeing a million dollars in your account. And number one, start to connecting to what feelings start to come over and then what thoughts you start having. And it's so powerful to see what people start to feel and experience. Mm -hmm. And it's usually kind of the same, right? One of two things. The first one is typically like, oh, my God, I got so excited. And I started thinking about all the things I want to buy. (laughs) I'm going to buy this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And then there's other people who the reaction is completely opposite. And they go, oh, my God, I felt so stressed out. I felt Mm -hmm. like now, you know, my I'm going to have to help, you know, my mom. Or now I have like these cousins that are like always asking us for money. And now I'm going to have to help my family. And, you know. So that's a really powerful exercise. So then I tell people, okay, so start at a lower amount then. You know, maybe maybe $15,000 is a lot of money for you. Right. You know, maybe $5,000 is a lot. You know, maybe 100000 is a lot. But start at a smaller amount and then test your energy there and see, okay, listen, here, I'm comfortable right here, $15,000. This doesn't give me panic. I actually feel good about this. This is something that I can handle. Perfect. Start there because it's nobody's place to tell you what your belief should be around money as far as receiving it or manifesting it because mm-hmm. you can't throw a little child into the deep end that doesn't know how to swim or even an right. adult if you don't know how to swim. You know, you start in the shallow, start in the shallow and then you start getting a little comfortable and eventually you're going to be swimming back and forth and jumping and doing nose dives and backflips, but you got to start somewhere. And, you know, that's one of the things that's really important to me is working with clients and starting where you are. You know, if you're not ready to jump off the deep end and, you know, into that million, that's cool. Start where you are, because that's where you're going to be able to manifest. And the more that you're able to manifest in the space where you're comfortable, that's where the growth happens. And that's where you're going to be able to start then manifesting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I love the fact that to your point, like that's where the growth happens and just creating that awareness. So you know, I think that as individuals, we may get discouraged to say like, hey, Sandy, you know, we're working together and maybe the most I can manifest is $5,000. And that's where I feel comfortable. But the beauty lies in just that, right? The self-awareness that your comfort level is at a different level, but you know that you can grow and stretch. And that's the beauty of this Mm -hmm. journey, you know, just that self-discovery and self-awareness. And to your point, you may start here in A and you'll end up at Z and your path is your path, but exactly step into that and that, you know, that growth is, is definitely powerful. Yeah. And I mean, having a coach that, that can, you know, challenge you and push you is important. 
you know, so you, you definitely want to work with somebody, you know, if you're working with, you know, a life coach or a manifestation coach or a money coach like myself, you know, you do want to have somebody who's going to push you, but at the same time, someone who's going to honor, respect and hold that space for you, you know, because like I said, not everybody, you know, everybody wants a million, but emotionally, energetically, spiritually, you may not be ready for that. And then what you're doing is you're creating fear and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And then to my point, right, you have to align your energy and then take the action. So if your energy is not a vibrational match for that million, you're not going to manifest it. And right. then it's just going to create more frustration for you. You're going to be like, I keep manifesting and I write it on my mirror and I say the affirmations and I light the candles and I have all the stones and I do the full moon and I have a bath <laughs> and like guys calm and, down dude it's not that fucking complicated like right, exactly, exactly. it's not and that crazy like, you get more bills right so it's funny because then it's, it's the polar opposite of, of mm-hmm. what you're trying to manifest and you're you're right and that's when people give up and they just feel so lost you know yeah so, like, and you feel defeated crazy. and I'm like no man I'm not here to make anybody feel bad you know and and I feel like you know some some coaches do miss that mark you know they're they're at a different level and they they want their people to succeed but in that journey, sometimes or in that quest, um, sometimes they create a little bit of embarrassment and shame for other people because then it's like, well, what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. You know, why can't I do it? I'm doing every single thing that this person's telling me to do and it's still not working. You know, yeah, no, and that's sure. when we really have to dig a little bit deeper. So now I wanted to kind of tackle into this whole concept around chakra energy. So you know, you've mentioned money is energy and it flows mm-hmm. through our lives. So, you know, what does that mean? And and how do I use my chakras in order to your point to be a vibrational match to what I'm trying to manifest when it comes to money? Right. So I think today, uh, Barbie, we're just knocking out like all the taboos, I think. <laughs> so people seem to think that chakras can be balanced by just putting a couple little stones and putting some palo santo and you get a little reiki energy and ta-da you know your your chakras are balanced yay you know via con dios um but no it doesn't work like that you know that's gonna help and you'll definitely feel good and you'll feel better um but it's kind of like going to the gym one day and be like hey can you see my abs already like don't I look skinny and you're like dude no (laughs) (laughs) so there's that you know again common misconception that that's what happens but the reality is is that our chakras hold information from even before we were born so like our root chakra and our second chakra and our sacral chakra are very connected to father energy mother energy and that energy is created in the womb Mm -hmm. so And, you know, again, so you could have ancestral trauma, you could have trauma that's brought to you from your parents, from your lineage, from your culture, that you don't even know where it's coming from. So you really have to start, you know, there at the root chakra, which has to do with fear, it has to do with your basic survival, it has to do with your, you know, am I safe? You know, do I have enough money to pay my bills? Do I have enough money to even survive? And Barbie, you and I had this conversation, right? Because you just quit your job. Correct. And you left a lot of money on the table. And when I left, you know, banking and I didn't leave per se, and that's a story for another day, but I mean, I was fired and I also left a really chunky salary back there. And so that absolutely triggers you into your root chakra because all of a sudden your sense of safety and your sense of stability is absolutely affected. Oh, yeah. So now you go from a different energetic space where you know, oh, I'm making lots of money. I can totally afford to do whatever I want. So all of a sudden going, 
uh, no, maybe I don't want to have Uber Eats today. You know, maybe I shouldn't do, you know, this or that. And so it starts to become very restrictive. So your chakras can also be triggered at any given time. Like maybe you didn't have root chakra issues in the beginning, right? you know, because you were abundant and you were, you know, very much in a higher vibrational frequency. So, you know, it's very, very, it's not tricky, um, but again, it's things that you want to be able to understand. So if you're in that place of, you know, let's say living paycheck to paycheck and Barbie, there's a lot of people, cause I know that you know yeah. them too, that make yeah. great money. Right. And they're still living paycheck to paycheck and they cannot figure it out. Yeah. And they don't realize sometimes, cause I've worked with clients, they don't realize that they're living paycheck to paycheck. And I'm like, girl, you're like literally one paycheck away from if you get fired or lose your job, like you're in the street. Right. You know, because like $900, $900 car payment. I mean, that's insane. Right, you know, right, right. and again, good for you, because when you're making all of that money, you don't think that, oh, I, of course you can afford it. But when you're spending, 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 and then you're not necessarily saving or doing things to secure your future while you're making money, when those things happen, all of a sudden it triggers you into different places, you know, where you can potentially, you know, be a little bit more stressed out. Um, or sometimes people get stressed out and they spend more money. Right. Which is the second chakra because we want to feel good. It triggers our pleasure sensors, you know, and you're like, oh, I saw those shoes and I'm going to order them, you know. And sometimes we use this reverse psychology where we say, oh, you know, um, I'm going to teach my money who's boss, you know, <laughs> and then you spend more of it. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. And then you go into buyer's remorse <laughs> and you're super guilty around all of it. And you're like, exactly, you? mm -hmm. exactly. And that's all very second chakra. You know, we make emotional purchases um, and women do this a lot too. You know, we, women, we like to spend money because it makes us feel good. And we like to spend money on our friends on our family on the people that we love and the people that are important to us. So for women, we also see money very differently than men do. Okay. You know, so we want to also, we use our money to to express love, to show love, you know, whether either it's, you know, to buy someone a little gift or to spend quality time. Let me go on vacation with the kids, you know, or, you know, um, the kids need new shoes or things like that. And those are gestures of love, you know, not always just need, because if it was just need, you just get them the basics. But because right. you know that your son or daughter likes this specific brand, you know, or your boyfriend or your husband or your girlfriend, you get them that specific thing, right? Because you're like, oh, they're going to be so great. You know, they're going to love this. And then that energy that goes into that purchase is also very different than the type of spending if, let's say, you get a flat tire. Right. Right? You get a flat tire. Now you're mad. Now you're pissed off. Oh, this is bullshit. Now I'm late. You know, mm -hmm. now this is going to happen. And, and now that energy goes into that money. And that's where I talk a lot about energy, um, not just energy, but the, the money, the currency being a current that runs through your life. And money is meant to flow. Money is meant to go back and forth, you know? So it's important for you to realize that. Like today with my group course, one of the things that we're talking about um, is the heart chakra. And one of the exercises that we do um, in my group course or in my privates as well, I do it. Um, is writing a letter of apology to your money. And that is so powerful if you've never done that. Okay. Um, I mean, it's, it's really mind-blowing because when you start looking at your money 
and you write this letter of apology to your money, you really start to see what type of a relationship you have with it. And when I read these letters, you know, from my from my clients and, and from my students, um, sometimes I'm really moved to tears because, you know, people will write things like, you know, I realized that you were always there trying to be there for me and I pushed you away. I rejected you. You know, I didn't mm. I didn't want your help. Um, or it'll be I realized that, you know, you were trying to, um, you know, to circulate and I and I was trying to control you. I was trying to hold you and keep you captive. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're you know, they're really powerful, like how much I abused you, how much I used you. You know, I wasn't responsible. You know, I didn't care about you. Um, or I loved you too much. So when you really start looking at your money, at the way that you have relationships with your friends, with your family, it's really, really powerful and very eye-opening. Because who wants to be in a relationship with somebody who's trying to control you all the time? Right. You know, if you've ever dated somebody who's like jealous and controlling, you're like, dude, you know, get off me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm going to be where I'm I'm at. Um, Or somebody who's maybe too smothering. You know, and maybe you're too smothering. Maybe you're looking at your money too much, you know, and you're just counting every penny. There's people who are like that, too. You know, there's there's something you're objectifying it. Right. So you're Mm -hmm. you're you're using it as another like tool. And and that's that's an interesting concept. Right. Because people typically don't think about it that way. And I'm sure maybe some of the listeners are like, what? You want me to write a letter on money and apologize? But yeah, it's it's so powerful because you continue to hear the same thing. Like write a letter to your future self. I did that last night. I literally Mm. did that. I didn't do it at the beginning of the year. And I just was reminded about it yesterday. And you know what? I wrote a letter that I'm going to open on 1231. And it literally just is like, dear Barbie. Wow. You know what I mean? And then going into that visualization of everything that I accomplished. So why not do that with money? Exactly. And with money, it's a healing process too. You know, you can absolutely write that letter and you can do it like your future self. Um, But in the particular heart space of the heart chakra, it's more of a forgiveness and it's a tool for healing, you know, and it's to bring that awareness of, you know, where have you been? Where have you been getting this all wrong? It's like couples therapy. You know, you're like, baby, wow, I didn't realize that, you know, you felt that way. And I didn't realize that I even was doing those things until you actually start to get it out and to get it on paper. And at first it might be challenging when you first start to write it. Cause you'd be like, I don't know what the hell this chick is crazy. I don't know who the Sandy right, chick right, is with right. her chakras and her bullshit, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, but as soon as you start writing and you really just remove the judgment, forget about, you know, who's listening. Nobody's going to read it. This is something right. for you. And you really start to acknowledge what that relationship is with money. And a lot of us, Sometimes we're dismissive and we're careless. You know, you don't open your mail. You know, you don't look at your bank account. You know, right. you don't know what's going on. You're just like, oh, I don't know. Um, and that's that's very dismissive, too. And if again, if you start thinking about it like a relationship, imagine if it was your best friend. Can you imagine what your best friend would say? Which is like, dude, are you not listening to me? Right. You know, you haven't paid attention to me. Like one of my closest girlfriends, um, and it's so funny because we always have this banter back and forth and she laughs at me because I'm like, um, where have you been all day? Hello. You haven't liked any of my posts. You haven't called <laughs> me all day, you know, and we don't do that all the time. But every so often I'll book her and I'm like, where have you been all week? Right. So, you know, and it's one of those things where if you really start looking at your money like that, you really start to be like, oh, 
wow, you know, that, that does make sense. You know, I haven't paid attention to my money this week. You know, my yeah. money needs a little love. My money needs a little attention. And then it's see so what crazy. happens when you spend that time together. Are you mad at it? Because you're like, oh, it didn't. My money, how do we say it in English, uh, Barbie, in Spanish? Like, no me encanso. Like, my money yeah, didn't. Yeah, it's never enough, right? There's not enough. Right. Money. And it's funny because even, like, you talked about, like, just that root chakra, right? And, like, your mm -hmm. parents, the leaf. I recently, I think it was last month, and I have it right next to me, ironically enough. And I drew. Um, so I wrote out all of my mom's beliefs around money that are in, to your point, are in like in me right so in my root chakra deep there and I'm feeling the physical pains of it and I'm like what mm -hmm. is going on and I tapped into it intuitively like oh it's money it's the money blocks yeah and so I wrote out all of her beliefs around money everything she says like you got to be careful money right money fast like everything is so expensive mm -hmm. money goes like water. and then I wrote my beliefs around money and then the cool thing just kind of tapping into that creative space I drew a tree and then on the bottom, I kind of the roots of the tree, I wrote out all of my beliefs around money. And then the top of my my tree itself is just all of the manifestations, the creation that I want to do with it. So it was Oh, cool I love that. I think yeah, I'll send you a picture of it too. So yeah, again, that sounds try, really cool. It's like a good exercise you can even maybe do with your clients. Um, yeah, thinking of incorporating it because again, it was a visualization of like, okay, my mom's beliefs, and I do not align with them in any way. And I yeah. recently noticed in a conversation that I got triggered by me explaining to her like this whole business concept and what I'm mm. doing, and she went off to say like it is so hard to make money and it's going to be yeah. so challenging and difficult. And then you know tie it up with a pretty bow like but you can do it and I was like triggered and I yeah in my body and I was like all right what's that about and I yeah. started diving deeper and I'm like oh there's blocks around money that are tied and to then mom. correct and then what happens too is that then you start to feel shame right around it and then you don't want to tell her anything else and you don't want to share with her your successes because you're going to be like well she's just going to judge me you know right. and she's going to be like what well, no, Maybe that was, maybe you are lucky, yeah, you know, yeah. but can you do it? A, can you do it again? You know? And, and I have the same thing with my mom. Like, I can't tell you how many times my mom literally tells me, are you sure you don't want to go back to work at the bank? Like, and I just, I get so mad and I literally tell her, you know what? If you're not going to support me, just don't say anything. Like, but listen, you know what? If you don't agree, just silence. <laughs> yeah. But, but it sucks, right? Because these are your parents. And then, like when we when we talk about like our childhood money story and our relationships with our parents and, and we're moms, right? So right. we're also awake too. like, oh, my God, how am I fucking up my kids now? Right. <laughs> like, yes. What am I doing to them? Um, but it's interesting because now I'm in this place, right, where as a child, like we always want our parents to be proud of us. And we always think that it's important, like what's their opinion of us? And, you know, are we doing the right things? Did I grow up, you know, in, and am I a good person? And and then all of a sudden you're in this place and you're like, dude, my mom is like super fucking judgy. Right. Right. You know, yes. because they grow, they grew up too. And I had this conversation yesterday as well um, where we were talking about that, you know, like this ancestral trauma and this, mm -hmm. you know, pain that comes from different cultures and, and different, you know, heritage. And, you know, if you're, I mean, really, I think it's everywhere, but like for me and Barbie, I think you too were Cuban yeah. mm -hmm. and, you know, being Cuban and having our parents have left Cuba, left right. everything behind to have to come here to rebuild, to sacrifice, to do all of these things that stays not just with them, but that's in our DNA. 
Right. And when I was doing my personal, you know, journey and, and doing this work, because the work never ends, right? We're like, right. we're always working on something. Something's always showing up for us. And I remember crying and going, this is not even my garbage. Yes. Yes. Like, this belongs to my mom. This belongs to my grandfather. Like, this is some yes. shit from Cuba. Like, this is not even mine because yes. it's, at, at least for me, one of my biggest money stories and one of my biggest blocks was fear of losing everything. Okay. I'm like, if I have sense. all, right, if I have success and I, and I have money, is it going to be taken away from me? Mm-hmm. You know, or who's going to try to come after me to take it? And I'm realizing, I'm like, what am I so afraid of? Like, I don't live in a communist country. You know, I, I shouldn't be afraid of money being taken away from me. But then you start realizing this is ancestral. You know, right. my family had to leave Cuba. They had to leave everything. The government mm-hmm. came in and took them. Venezuelans have the same thing um, for our, you know, your audience. If you're Jewish, Jewish had to do the same thing. They left everything. I mean, they were killed, right. you know, for their religion. So you know, they had to leave everything they had to hide. So all of that stays with you. And then you're like, what the hell is going on with me? And those are the blocks that store that are stored within your chakras. And the stories that no little Palo Santo is going to cure, like you got to do the work. You really have to get in and you got to do the shadow work, like you really got to dig in. And, and that's how you start to clear it. And I, I almost visualize it like, Let's say you have a planter, right? For those for those of you who have plants or like plants, or even if you don't, you can visualize a planter, right? Filled with dirt. If you take a water hose and put the water hose inside the planter with dirt, at first it gets nasty, right? It's just like a bunch of mud and it's gross. And you're like, what is this disaster? But eventually the more water you put in, that planter, all that dirt is going to get cleared out and that water is going to run clear. And that's the work. That's what happens to you in your vessel as a spiritual person inside of a human body. You have to pour in that water. You have to do that work in order to clear out that mud so that you can now become a clear, you know, and and healed vessel, transparent, you know, and and pure and filled with with love. But you got to do the work. You got to show up. I love it. And it's, it's interesting because, you know, obviously I got divorced, you know, come three years ago and I went through that mm-hmm. whole dark night of the soul and the healing oh, yeah. and all of that. So I finally arrived to your point, the healing never done, right? We continue to mm-hmm. learn. So I finally arrived at a place where I'm like, all right, self-love attains. Great. I love it. I enjoy my company. Fantastic. I'm learning and growing. And then I started thinking like, well, what, what, I don't really have anything. I don't have a broken heart anymore. Like I'm good. And then all right. of this, like, you know, like, you know, parent stuff, you know, family dynamic, like all of this stuff mm-hmm. is in my body to your point. Now yep. I'm like pouring that water through to clear mm-hmm. the mud. So even like, you know, on the surface, I'm like, well, I'm fantastic. I mean, yes, I'm manifesting an amazing partner. So that's probably, you know, one thing that I'm definitely working on. I'm manifesting this amazing business. So that's mm-hmm. another, but from overall, like to be walking around life being like, oh, I'm broken hearted right now. And I'm like, no. So now I'm working through these other blocks. So it's just interesting how the universe even provides you these, these areas where you have to do the work and pour that water in and clear the mud in order to achieve that additional next step. So that ascension process, right? It's like, I 100% 
right? So we keep going up and at every level, you raise your vibration and you're like, I've achieved. And then you're like, oh, here's a whole other set of conundrum that you have to face. Yeah, no, agreed. And here's the thing, like for anybody listening, if if you find yourself, and again, we say it in Spanish, tropezando con la misma piedra. If you find yourself stumbling on the same thing over and over and or let's say you have your friends right because we know people like that too I've had people that are like dude why does this always happen to you right and it's the same thing it's just a different person yeah you know less than different person right and I'm like what are you gonna learn and if you find yourself in that place that's the work that's the moment. So if when you find yourself repeating the same mistake over and over, and let's say when it comes to money, right? Let's say you fixed your credit and you fucked it up again, you know, or let's say you fixed your credit and then you had to file for bankruptcy, or let's say you bought a house and then, you know, it went into foreclosure and this is like the second time, or let's say you have a car and now it got repoed again, or let's say you got a job and then you got fired again, or you quit mm-hmm. that job. Or So you really have to start looking at where these patterns are in your money and where they're showing up. Because this is where the lesson is. And it's okay, you know, to number one, when it comes to money, say, listen, I've, I've made some mistakes and I need to fix this and I really need to work through it. Because you're not going to be able to get to that million dollars. You're not going to be able to get to that successful business if you don't clear those blocks. Imagine if you start a business, how can you run a business if your credit is messed up? Right. You need to be able to access lines of credit. It takes money to run a business, right? We were just talking about that. I need to get mm-hmm. an assistant. Like that takes money. Right, right. You know, but if you're fearful of growth or you're fearful, like I, I can't afford to pay someone else. I'm barely making my own money. Right. Well, that's a block because that's going to stunt your growth, you know, and it gets to that point where you've got to do something different. It's like they say the definition of insanity is doing the same mm-hmm. thing over and over expecting a different result. Yeah. We got to do things different. We have to step out into that space and do something completely different because that's what sends the ripple effect into the universe. That's what sends the message out into the frequency, into the atmosphere, into the cosmos. It goes, oh, look, hold on. There's, there's Sandy. Look, she's finally ready. Look what she did. <laughs> we weren't expecting that. Finally. Yeah. And then they swoop in because, like I said, the universe doesn't speak. I mean, the universe doesn't um, understand time. It understands moments. So the moment that you take an action that's different, that's when they're like, finally, that's exactly what we've been sending you a sign for the last 40 years to do. You finally got the memo, (laughs) Right. welcome. (laughs) Exactly. Yay, now we can step in and we can, you know, put more people into your place. Because again, you know, we got to do something different. And it's funny because we were talking right before, like, I don't want to get an iPhone. And I'm literally crying because I got to get, you know, a new phone. This is just not working for me anymore. And you and I were talking. I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to embrace this change. Right. Because change is uncomfortable. And I've resisted it long enough. And it's and it sounds petty, right? Like Sandy's first world problems. I need to get an iPhone. Like, I mean, it could be worse. But it's one of those things that for me, I was very attached to my phone. I like it. I know how to do it. I know how to use it. I'm like comfortable with it, but it's not functional for me anymore. It's not working for me anymore. So now I have to really step outside of my comfort zone and try something new. 
and 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 you know barbie when you get on the call i was like literally crying i was like literally having like an adult temper tantrum because i do not get a new phone yeah, um, and I think again, you know, it, it kind of just, and we talked about it a little bit, right? It's mm-hmm. just, you always remind, and I think that's just the universe too showing you, like when you're off of alignment, you get frustrated, right? Like mm-hmm. the same thing happened to me last week, trying to set up this, you know, link pay link for the art healing event that's coming right. up. I was frustrated, wanted to throw the computer out the door. It's like we yeah. go through these things again, so mm-hmm. it's like, all right, what am I supposed to learn? So we talked about it, like, okay, maybe right. it's a new phone and maybe it's an assistant, and kind of, yeah, you know, you need to do it. So now the universe is pushing you just a little bit harder to kind of be like, are you, are, are you, are you getting on board? All right, right, good. exactly, exactly, and that's what happens, you know. And again, I'm, 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 I'm I mentioned the phone because I want to put things in ways that. People can understand because it really is not that complicated. You know, it's it's very simple, but it's about seeing the signs, right. and seeing the challenges that are happening and shifting the perspective, shifting the mindset and saying, what is learning here? What is the thing? Because like I said, right, where are we making the same mistake over and over and over again? And again, to the point of my stupid phone is it's been glitchy for a fucking month already. Right. And I keep avoiding it because I'm like, oh, maybe, you know, the, the software people will update it and hopefully <laughs> it's going to get fixed. And, you know, now I'm to the point that I'm like, okay, you know what? I can't wait, you know, for other people. And that's, again, going back to that divine action, that inspired action and saying, you know what? I'm going to do something for myself to make the change because I can't wait for some people who develop apps, you know, to figure out their life between Instagram and Android, because Sandy Fernandez right. of Karmic Currency in little Miami Beach is having a meltdown in her bedroom and having an adult temper tantrum because it doesn't work. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, and it's like the everyday experiences. There's a lesson in everything, every mm-hmm. single day, every single moment. Oh my God, Sandy. I think this has been so amazing and so powerful. And I think. For me, it could, I know we, I think this is our third rescheduling and it's just interesting how timing just always works out. And Mm -hmm. and for me, like I've been shifting a lot of my ancestral money blocks and my mom's money blocks and my dad's money blocks recently. Um, So I think it could not have come at a better time. And I I definitely want to try that letter to money. Um, So that's definitely a nugget that I took away. Do you think there's anything else for anyone listening that you might just, that might be a good thing and obviously where they can find you and all of that good stuff? So, yeah, I mean, look, just be, be more conscious, you know, be more aware. Um, You know, I'm a big fan of asking questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions. If something doesn't resonate with you, if something doesn't resonate in your spirit, ask, you know, and look for the place that gives your spirit peace. You know, because if you're not feeling at peace with something or a situation, like we said before, that's where the work begins. So start there. You know, when I used to teach yoga, that's what we talked about. The pose begins the moment you want to leave the pose, right? Because that's where growth happens is in the discomfort. Um, But everybody can find me on my Instagram or my Facebook page at Karmic Currency. I do have, um, and Barbie, I don't know when this is going to air, but... Um, April is financial literacy month. So for this month, I do have a couple of ways that people can work with me. Um, number one, I'm going to be rolling out today after my, my really crappy reel that I just posted and screw it. I'm leaving it up. It is what it is. Um, but but I'm rolling out, um, my seven, it's free, my free seven day to financial alignment challenge. 
So every day you'll get an email and it'll give you a different step that you can take in order to start aligning your finances with your energy. Like for example, one of the things that we do during those seven days is talk a little bit and help you understand where are you spending your money and are the companies that you're spending your money with, do they align with your personal values? I so if, for it. example, if you, if you're a big animal advocate, you know, does that company support those types of beliefs? You know, if you believe in, you know, LBGTQ, if that's a company that supports your beliefs. So start to really understand where your money is going when it comes to values. So that's just kind of one of the things that we go through during the week. So that's one way. The second way is, you know, my book club, my online community, it's called Her Worth Circle. Every month you get access to speakers, um, expert panelists, webinars, and every single month we read a different book. This month we're reading The Money Queen's Guide, which is a really, really great book. It's for women who want to build wealth and banish fear. Super great book. Um, and then I'm also doing 60-minute, one-hour calls for anybody who wants to get on the phone with me. So all different price points that people can work to me because I strongly believe that financial literacy and financial education and resources should be available to everyone at all price points. So don't be afraid to reach out, you know, message me. I'm here to help. I mean, this is my favorite subject as you can see. Um, so, you know, that's, that's it at karmic currency. Karmic currency. Oh my gosh, Sandy, this was amazing. I am like fluttered with like so much excitement, like, you know, kind of action plans to even incorporate into my daily day to day activities. And even as I build my business, right? Yeah, so I'm super excited. And I think when's that seven day um, weekly challenge starting? Is that Monday? It's already up. So I mean, okay. you can join at any time. It doesn't start at end. So oh, you know, at any given time, so you can join at any time. So if you hear this at the end of the month, it doesn't matter, you can join, Perfect. you know, and I may leave it up a little bit longer, depending on the response. Um, but it is just something that I'm doing for this month right now for financial literacy, um, you know, just something to get, you know, people's wheels spinning and really start shifting our relationships with money in a very gentle way. So it's a very, you know, intro level, basic, you know, shallow end of the pool, like we like we were saying earlier, mm -hmm. um, just kind of getting your feet wet um, with, you know, what exactly it is that you need to start looking at. But it's it's powerful. So don't underestimate the work. I love it. So thank you for sharing your gifts, obviously, with the world and, and thank empowering you. us to kind of look at money differently you know i think i think that's exciting and and we should definitely be stepping into that work and and growing so i'm excited that we've crossed paths and yes definitely divinely guided for sure <laughs> absolutely absolutely thank you so much hon and I, you know i i wish nothing but the best for you and i know that you are just going to do amazing in your space and you are just going to just going to kill it because you're showing up you're doing the work and you know, the universe will absolutely be responding to everything that you do. So I know that I'm going to see a lot, a lot of great things coming from you too. Thank you. Thank you. Likewise. Well, thank you again. And we hope that you guys enjoyed our time together. And this was very powerful. And we both hope that it resonated with you and you find the value and power that we see in it as well to kind of make those shifts in your life. So thank you. Thank you. Money. Money is such a trigger word for sure. And maybe not for anyone or everyone. I don't know. What do you think? What does it feel like in your body when I say money? Money. Money. 
money. What are those words that are flashing in your head right now when you hear the word money? I know for me, I can hear my mom saying, money comes in and out so fast. Be careful with money. You just never have enough of it. Oh my gosh, you have to work so hard to make money. 